BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Good. Enjoying my night off. So, Matt, what's going on? How can I get you today? Yeah. Uh, nothing. I just wanted to call and share a story about a little fishing trip I had eight years ago. Uh, hit us. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. It was 10 years ago. I went out fishing with uh, my boss and his boss from work, and we ended up sinking the boat and got lost at sea for 21 hours. Really? You were lost at sea yeah. for 21 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Coast Guard searching for us and everything. Uh, did you did you all piss and shit into the water out of fear and swim in each other's piss and shit? <laughs> well, no, that's kind of the funny thing is uh, the way the boat sank, eventually we were able to climb on top of it and it floated for a little bit. And so the way we were postured was my boss was up top, I was in the middle, and then his boss was below me, and I actually pissed on him. So there's that. Um, was the was your guys' formation on the boat uh, similar to how you were ranked in the company? No, 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 no. He was uh, – so the guy on the top was the middleman, and the guy below me was actually the, the senior Wow, so the senior on the bottom and the middleman on the top. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, uh, after it was all said and done, we found out why he was, and he was actually a good leader for taking that position. Um, basically, the way he was uh, situated down at the bottom was he was holding onto a rope and basically doing like a curl-up for, you know, 20-plus hours. And he ended up getting, uh, what's it called? Is it rhabdomyolysis, that thing that like uh, ultra runners and super athletes get wow. where when they're doing extreme exercise, their muscles actually produce a poison that starts like breaking down everything. So you're telling me that this guy mm-hmm. was was doing and uh, uh, got a disease trying to save your life and you pissed on him? <laughs> Well, got a disease just trying to be comfortable, and yeah, I pissed on him. <laughs> I gotta say, look, Matt, I don't know you too well, but that's just a dick move. Hey, it was, but he he gave me the go ahead. I gave him a warning and said it was almost like that uh, Dumb and Dumber movie, man. I said, hey, I got a piss, and he's like, just let it go, brother, let it go. Wow, man, that guy is so, a fucking yeah, hero. He did you, he did he get a medal for that? No, no, he didn't get a medal, but we still love him. 
Wait, why did you have to piss? Well, there was ocean everywhere. Why did you have to piss on him? That's like the like of of all the we, infinite places we, you could have pissed, you could have <laughs> avoided him. Well, we were surrounded by sharks, so no one wanted to get in the water. Oh, well, you could pee in the water. So there. Uh, well, at that point, our muscles were too weak to stand up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, so oh, yeah. you were surrounded by sharks this whole time? Yeah, yeah. So the whole thing was we had gone out fishing, and it was our first time, like, landing some big fish. We we ended up uh, hooking up with, like, two really big tunas, and we fought them for probably about, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Mm. Uh, we lost one once we got it to the side of the boat, but the uh, one we did land and get on the boat was about six feet, and we, we, we think it was six. We know it was six feet, but we imagine it's like 200-something pounds. So anyways, once you catch the fish, once you catch the tunas, you got to bleed them out and do everything like that, and then you store them in a giant bag full of ice, so that way it stays fresh till you get to the shore. Well, the problem is, is that ice is tied to the boat, so you don't ever lose it. Or, I'm sorry, the bag is tied to the boat, so you don't ever lose it. But you've got a bag with a bleeding tuna inside of it. So when the boat flipped over, we basically just got a big piece of chum attached to the boat hanging in the water. So it attracted some sharks. Wow. Did you think you were going to die at any point during this? Um, when the sunrise, when the sun rose on the, the next day, I, I thought there might be a chance. Cause like at that point we were probably at like 16 or 18 hours in. So you started getting those, you started getting those thoughts, but they're not very helpful. So you try to push them out. Did, uh, did any of you guys freak out? No, no, no. Luckily the guys I had with me were really good dudes and it was kind of uh, funny because that day on the boat, we were talking about it. It, it had happened. There was a uh, an NFL star who had actually died from he had gone out on a fishing charter. The boat capsized and he tried to swim to shore and he ended up drowning. And for some reason that day when we went out fishing, my boss brought it up. He was a big football fan. He brought it up and he was talking about it. And he's like, if anything ever happens, do not leave the boat. Stay as close to the boat as you can. Mm. And so that's what we did. And yeah, everyone stayed pretty calm. We just kind of joked around, tried to keep each it other sounds like while we were out there. It sounds like he sunk the boat on purpose because he likes getting pissed on. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't because he didn't even have insurance on it. It was a brand new boat. Okay. All right. So. So I yeah, guess that theory is, that one. <laughs> is wrong. Um, hmm. Man, you guys are very manly dudes. So fucking killing fish and uh, uh, doing that uh, exercise thing and not freaking out. I mean, I, don't, I oh. couldn't say the same about myself in that situation. <laughs> no, I, I freaked out at one point. The other two dudes were manly. There was a point uh, after the boat had first capsized where the uh, basically the engines were just like leaking gasoline into the water and we were holding onto the side of the boat, but the fumes were getting to us. So we tied off a rope and just decided to like float away from the boat and hold onto the ropes. So that way we can get away from the fumes. 
okay. Well, during that time, during that time, um, my boss noticed that there were sharks in the water. And one had actually come up and uh, tapped his nose on his leg. And my boss Holy kicked shit. him in the head. And he's like, hey, he's like, hey, a fucking shark just tried to come at me. And I remember telling him, I was like, hey, man, I can't do sharks. I need to get the fuck out of the water. <laughs> and so I this swam back to the boat as quick as I could. <laughs> fucking guy takes the worst position on the formation, gets a disease <laughs> exerting his body to keep you guys safe, lets you piss on his head, takes you out on his boat, and kicks a shark in the face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the manly guy. So we just kind of followed suit shit. on that. What's he doing now? <laughs> He's retired now. Still fishing. We're supposed to be doing a trip, uh, I think, this year will be the 10-year anniversary. Of course the motherfucker is still fishing. No one, Nothing's going to keep that guy from doing what he wants to do. That's, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, what did you learn from the experience? Uh, surround yourself with good people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do do not hang out with people who are going to freak out and cause you more problems. Um. Well, so Luckily, what was it I like? Had, I had older, wiser guys with me. What was it like getting um getting rescued? I was. It was pretty cool. It was it was very relieving, of course. But uh yeah, it was kinda crazy. The uh Coast Guard we saw them circling around us. Well we finally were able to get their attention. I had a little mirror and I'm hoping that's what got them, but we don't know. But they eventually saw us and uh yeah, the freaking badass swimmer dude jumps out, starts swimming over towards us, but we notice like every couple of feet he's swimming, he's like looking underwater and we talked to him later and yeah they said from up above we were just completely surrounded by sharks so he was checking his whole way coming in and then yeah just he called us off one by one rescue swam us to their little basket pulled us up and then they gave us uh oranges and snickers once we got in the helicopter um I, I'm. Why did they get out? I, look, I don't know how to run the fucking Coast Guard, but why, why did they not just bring the boat? Why did he, like, jump off the boat and start swimming in the water? Because at this point, they had already been searching for us for a while, and the helicopter was actually coming back in to refuel. The He was the only one. He was the closest one available. I don't know if they actually sent boats out for us that night. Um but he was the closest one available, so of course they stopped and got us as quick as they could. Mm. But the uh, the night before, we could see them searching for us, but they were searching for us in the wrong spots. They had like uh, C-130s and helicopters shining big old lights, trying to find us. But they were looking where we weren't where where we weren't at. Mm -hmm. Um, wow. This is, did this give you any perspective on life at all, or? You, fuck it. It may, it may have given me it may have given me a complex actually. What kind because of complex? I don't know. Mother Earth tried to take us down, and we said no. Nah, fuck that. You know what? You know <laughs> what? You know what? Safe. You bring you bring up a good point because you could you bring up a very good point because you could come away from a near death experience one of two ways. 
Okay, you could come back thinking, oh my god, life is so fragile, I could have almost died, I'm gonna be more careful, I'm gonna be so grateful for every moment I, I have uh, to breathe on this earth, I, I can't believe it. Or, the total opposite, Mother Nature tried to take me, and Mother Nature turns out is a weak bitch, can't do shit, I'm gonna go <laughs> out and fight another shark and jump off of buildings and go crazy because I can't die. Oh, yeah, 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 a little bit like that. I mean, I, I, I pack a little more uh, safely. I make sure I always have my safety gear on me when I go out fishing, but but yeah, yeah, she can't do nothing. <laughs> well, good on you. I hope you I hope you continue to not die. <laughs> I'll keep trying. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, just, uh, yeah, always surround yourself with good people. Don't, don't, always don't surround yourself. Always surround yourself with good people. Never surround yourself with sharks. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Take care. Thanks. Hello. Oh shit! Oh hi. What is your name? Uh, Emma. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing good. Um. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about today? Okay, yes, but we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Uh, well, we don't actually have to do any of what we're doing right now. <laughs> okay, valid. Uh, um, what is it? So, so I have a list of about 32 people that I have slept with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they each kind of have a weird story attached to them. I did a lot of like Tinder hookups. Mm-hmm. And I just kept a list for my records. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know, if you want to give me a random number, I can tell you a little bit. Yeah, it says here it says here you want me to pick a number between 1 and 30 and you'll give you'll give the story. Yeah, if if you want, obviously, like. Okay, I yeah. here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking let's 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 do. Let's start. Let's do one of these stories and then see see how we feel. Nineteen. <laughs> I see nineteen. Fuck. What? Oh, so... it's nineteen. It's, it's, oh, I'm, all right. Now, I'm, now you got to tell us nineteen. So nineteen is Sam's boyfriend. Sam's boyfriend. All right, I want. Let's hear the story of Sam's boyfriend. So, <laughs> I had a threesome with Sam and her boyfriend. I was not expecting that. Whenever I went over to Sam's place, I thought it was just going to be Sam, and it was going to be my first experience with a girl. Like it was going to be a cool time. And then a dude is in the driver's seat whenever he comes to pick me up from a dorm. So <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. The girl was absolutely amazing. Sam was amazing. Um, also, I'm reading chat. I know I shouldn't be, but Sam. Oh, do, can you can you can you can you, can you not read chat, Emma, while you tell the story? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So there was a guy in the driver's seat. And he was just really creepy. 
Like, mm. he kept on trying to... I think he was trying to hit on me more than the girlfriend was, and I just... I wasn't vibing with him. He was missing some of his front teeth. Um, he was on the hockey team, so I think that's why... He was so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. So, so um, you you thought that you were just gonna be having sex with Sam, and then her boyfriend was yeah. there. How did he? How did he get involved? Uh, I guess he was always involved. I just wasn't aware of it. If that makes what sense. does that mean? That does not make any sense at all. Like, <laughs> like when, whenever I was talking to Sam, she never mentioned a boyfriend. Oh, okay. All right. So you were talking with Sam about like, oh, hey, we're going to meet. We're going to hook up all that stuff. Uh, and yeah. then she was under the impression that you were under the impression that her boyfriend would also be involved. Yeah. That you would be that you would be their unicorn, as they say. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, I mean, look, when you showed up and the boyfriend was there, were you like, ah, I'm not into this? Or were you just like, ah, fuck it. Let's do it. You know, I was kind of like, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> okay. And how did the experience prove, like, as you look back on it now, do you look back on it fondly or? So, what do you... No. <laughs> um, so none of us had a threesome before. And it was just awkward. So, like, none of us really knew what to do. So it was mm-hmm. a lot of me and Sam having a moment and homeboy in the corner You know what? You know. Honestly, being homeboy. <laughs> you know what? Being homeboy in the corner while your girlfriend and another girl having a moment. Not a bad <laughs> corner to be in. Not a bad gig. You know, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't tell if like he was actually enjoying it. I I was a little I'm, bit distracted. I, I'm sh- I'm sure <laughs> so. he was. I'm sure he was. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, let's. Uh, uh, all right, let me look at the chat. Wilbert. Don't look. Don't don't look at chat, Emma. Let's do one more. Okay, I'm not looking at chat. I'll take off my glasses. <laughs> okay, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad for that guy. I think he's. I think he's gonna be okay. Twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. Oh God, this is another story. Okay. Um, I probably shouldn't say his real name. Um, let's call him Dan. Dan. Um, I. <laughs> I um, had a fabulous uh, Valentine's Day weekend my freshman year of college. I hooked up with three guys <laughs> nice. that, like, Valentine's night. Nice. Three separate Val- guys. Three guys each, that night. Uh, yes. That was something I'd never done before. <laughs> okay. It felt amazing. What? Uh, <laughs> so, wait. So, is this... Fuck, what number did we pick? I forgot. 23? 24? 20, 23, yeah. We, okay, 23. Uh, Dan. Okay, so tell me about... Tell me the first one. Tell us, tell us, yes. Yeah, tell, want... tell us about this night. Okay, so Dan was the first one I hooked up with. Uh-huh. Um, he was a president of a, of a frat. Sorry, not a sorority. I don't remember which one. I'll be honest. I, I don't really care about frats. Um, mm. But I, I had the ego boost of, oh, I'm sleeping with a frat president. <laughs> and mm. he was really cool. Um, we played video games afterwards, after sex. Um, he was a little disappointed because I accidentally scratched his shoulder 
during sex, and he was a little bit butthurt about it, but it happens. Well, I'm very, like, the legit, here's the thing is, having sex with three guys in one night, I'm just kind of curious about, like, the logistics of it. Like, all right, so he was number yeah. one, and then how do you, like, do you, mm-hmm. what, how did you then go from Brad to the next guy? So then I went to, back after we had sex, we played video games for a little bit. I left because I didn't want to spend the night with him. I walked back to my dorm. Um, I got in my dorm. I was scrolling through like Bumble or Tinder or whatever. And then another guy messaged me and was like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? And I'm like, okay. And I think the next one that night ended up being a theater guy. I was a theater major in college. So uh, I knew of him and I'm like, you know what? This is going to be easy. So... Um, uh, he he ended up being amazing. <laughs> which one of the three guys what, did it, did it now? As the evening progressed, did it get better or worse? It started off mid, then it was really good, and then it was like meh. All so right, like so the it was middle like a bell guy, curve. I was like, damn, yeah. So tell me about like I mean uh, nowadays. Are you still as as adventurous, <laughs> or are you have you calmed down? Um, what's so where? where is, what's your vibe dating, these days? Um, I've been dating my partner for the past three years. It's going to be three years on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been kind of me and him for a little bit. <laughs> Valentine's Day has some special meaning to you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, so it'll be three years, what, tomorrow? Yeah. Nice, nice. Have you, so, uh, I've, have you and him ever, like, played this game together with this with this list? Yes. <laughs> He's on the list. <laughs> what, what, we uh, which... we were friends with benefits before we started dating. Which story is his favorite? <sighs> um... There was another theater guy that I hooked up with that peed in the closet. I think that's probably his favorite story. Why did he pee in the closet? Um, that was his first ever college party that we met at. And I think he had one too many drinks. <laughs> and he just woke up in the middle of the night. And I didn't realize what was going on. So he started, I like kind of sat up in the bed. And I realized that he was facing his closet just standing there and I heard kind of like <laughs> sound and I'm like oh fuck um, so I like felt tried to pretend to uh, like fall back asleep um, and then he stumbled and fell like he tripped on his dresser and he fell and I thought he died <laughs> so I was trying to like shake him died. awake but he wouldn't yeah because he wasn't like responding but he was just like really drunk and I was just like oh my god Fuck, I can't say his name. Uh, oh my god, this person, like, wake up. Uh, and then he's like, oh, what? And then I just threw a blanket over him. And. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I then left. Well, shit, Emma. Um, uh, uh, this, is, this, this was quite a game. Um, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. Um, glad to hear I that did. you're, you're, you're uh, you know. With with somebody that you're excited about, um, yeah, they're great. 
You'll, you'll have to call back in, and then we can talk about the rest of the list. Also, to the person who said, my laugh is annoying, I know. <laughs> I told you not to read the chat, Emma. Okay, you're banned forever. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, bye, Emma. Is there anything else you want to say to the... Wait, is there anything else you want to say run. to the people at the computer before we go? Um, Always wear a condom or wear safe shit while having sex or doing sexy stuff. Bye, Emma. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hi. Hello. Hi. What's up? How can I get you today? Uh, I just need some relationship advice, Gek. 
Okay. I mean, I don't know. If, uh, yeah. What's up? Ask me. So, I've been dating this girl for about a year and a half now, right? Uh-huh. And so, she, whenever it all started, right, I was, like, dating her friend. And then I hung out with her one night, and I was like, I kind of, I don't know. The girl was cheating on me, the first girl. So, I got with her friend, and then I realized she was cool, right? So, we started getting to know each other, blah, blah, blah. And I find out that her home life is, like, really bad. Like, they would shit in their bathtub. Okay. So I would just be like, I was just like, okay, you can stay here for a few days. And then a few days turned into a few months and then a year. So like, he's never gotten a job, paid rent or anything like that. And like, all we do is fight now. And I just don't, don't know what to do. Cause I still love her. But like some days I don't. Okay. Uh, let me, there's certain elements of your story that I want to get straight here, which is, uh, okay. your girlfriend was cheating on you. And so no, no. you, so, no, so what happened no, was continue, so I was yeah. dating her friend. I was uh-huh. dating her friend. And then the girl I'm with now told me that the girl I was with was cheating on me. So I was uh, like, okay, then I'm just going to get with her friend. Okay. All right. The girl you're dating now was friends with the girl you were dating. And the girl you're dating now told you that her friend, your girlfriend, was cheating on you. (coughs) And then you guys started to date. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So the girl was now never cheated on me. Okay. So what is your problem again? We just, we constantly fight. And we're like, also, we're also about to move into a house that has substantially higher rent with one of my friends. Okay. And she's not going to have any means of paying that rent just like, cause her parents like don't have any of her like credentials, like no birth certificates, social security number, nothing. So she's basically just an alien at this point. Okay. This girl does not have a social security number. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so um, is she putting her name on a lease? Well, it's 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 under my dad's name, but he's just gonna make us pay him rent. Okay, so your dad put his name on a lease, and your yeah. girlfriend, who does not have a job or any sort of income, and you, nothing, and your friend yeah. are all gonna move into this place. Mm-hmm. How many bedrooms is it? It's two bedrooms. Well, three bedrooms with a basement. Three bedrooms. Okay, so each of you get your own, get their own bedroom. Yeah. All right. So, and I assume you're going to pay for both your and your girlfriend's rent, and then your roommate is going to pay for his. Mm-hmm. And then my friend's going to pay separate. Why are you doing this? Well, the place that we live at right now is, like, really, really shitty. Like, okay. there's structural damage. The roof is rotting. Okay. It's just a really bad place. So your girl, your current girlfriend financially depends upon you? Yeah, in every sense. And you guys are constantly fighting. What are you fighting about? Um, it, it could literally just be about straightening up, right? 
So, you know, I like I kind of tell her that like she should help me around the house because, you know, she doesn't have a job. She doesn't do anything all day but sit on TikTok or do makeup, okay. right? So, okay. you know, I'm like, "Hey, you should maybe straighten up." And then she me and I get she and I get into this like huge like argument about shit from the past and all this other just like nonsense that has nothing to relate with the issue at hand. Okay, do you have a job? Currently, no, but I'm sitting on a lot of money. How did you get this money that you're sitting on? Commercial real estate. Okay. It says you're only 18 years old. Mm-hmm. How did you make a bunch of money in commercial real estate? I have shares from my grandfather who passed. Okay. So you have money from your family that you're sitting on and you are using it to pay mm-hmm. for both you and your girlfriend to live in an apartment and you don't have a job and neither does yeah. she. Mm-hmm. Are you looking into getting a job? I mean, yeah, we're about to move like 40 minutes away from where we're at right now. So I'm like trying to get a job in the area that I'm trying to live at. But I had to quit my job because my manager threatened to shoot me. So, all right. Uh, what kind of job are you looking for now? Uh, just probably something in retail. Okay. Um, is your girlfriend looking for a job? I mean, she has no way of getting one until she decides to get her shit together. All right. Which I've been pleading for. All right. Tell me why you're why you what 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 every day is compelling you to want to stay in this relationship. Well, the fact that I've seen like through videos of how like horrible her house is. Okay. I I would feel way too guilty at conscious to even right. send probably my worst enemy back to there. All right, so sympathy and guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is tough because, dude, you're only 18. You are also not... You're just like... You're just not even remotely in a position where you can reliably support another person you're trying to yeah. support a, you're trying to support another person on t- you're trying to support and develop another person all of their emotions all of their physical logistical problems their entire life on top of yours because you're 18 and you don't even yeah. have a job and you don't even have your shit together so you are trying mm-hmm. to get both of your guys' shit together and from what you've told me it sounds as though she's not putting a lot of effort into getting her own shit together not at all okay and you can sit there and you can beg and you can plead and you can try as hard as you can but there is nothing in the universe that can get you to control the actions of other people yeah no not at all it's all okay. up to her at this point Okay, so do you rec- so everything I just told you, do you 
recognize that and understand that. Yeah, I understand it completely. Okay. So, Garrett, um, I want to say I think it is an admirable thing to care about other people, to want to help other people. Uh And that sounds like it's where your intentions are. Yeah, because, like, I've been in a really bad place in my life whenever I was, uh, like, younger. I got kicked out of my house and sent Mm -hmm. to rehab in Wisconsin and got Mm -hmm. left up there. So, like, Mm -hmm. I just felt like I needed to be the person that I never had. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but... While you have admirable intentions, I think there is a lot to be said about putting, uh, you know, as they say on the airplanes, to put your mask on before helping somebody else. Mm Because you have, you don't, like, dude, what do you have to give? You don't have anything to give. You don't have your own shit together. Yeah. And I again, I think it's admirable that you want to help people. That you want to help this girl and you want to be this thing that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. But you're just, you're just an empty cut. I mean, you have this money from your family, which is a, a nice start for you to you know, get your feet planted on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. But, dude, like, you gotta, you gotta fill up your own cup before you try to drain of it to help other people. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, look, you that philosophy is up for debate, reasonably so. But I think it's something for you to think about. Okay, so if you were me, Gek, what would you do? If I were you, you're asking me if what I would do? Yeah. I'd set my boundaries with this person. And I would tell them, you need to do this. Or else I cannot help you any longer. But what if you said that countless times and nothing ever changed? I would have to go and focus on my own life. Garrett, is um, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, well, I just want to say I love your love your videos, Gek. My first time Thanks, ever Garrett. being on here. I've been trying for like a year, 
mm-hmm. and uh, I hope everyone else isn't in a situation like this. And if you are, just kick the bitch out. Do what I can't do. I'll talk to you soon, Garrett. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Gek. I'm like, I'm thinking that he's like so, you know, intoxicated with this girl and, you know, so deeply, deeply caring. And then he says, kick the bitch out. Um, that's actually a really tough situation. It's actually a really tough situation because uh, I think he comes from, you know, this place of empathy for this girl who probably has a lot. I mean, she's, you know, she's, a, she's young too. She has to figure her own shit out. Um, and she probably has a lot to figure out and probably is... Um, going up against a lot um but he's not he's his head's not screwed on either and i don't think and you know even from her perspective like she she is gonna have to within herself figure out what's going on and you know this 18 year old guy with no job and no idea of what he's doing is not going to be an appropriate guardian angel for her um but that's a that's a tough that's a tough situation i hope he figures it out hi hi is this lyle it is who is this my name is alessa how's it going uh it's going okay um i'm hanging out i'm being a gecko uh, I'm trying my best. Um, what's happening? So, I called in to get your vibes on a situation I'm having, um, a familial situation. Um, so, uh, I'm not sure what the call screener type to, but basically, I am the eldest of four, um, and my my three other siblings are triplets. Um, I'm I'm close with all of them, which is super cool. Um, We're only about two years apart. So our parents are divorced and have been since about 2000. Um, And basically, my sister has been taking on a project at my dad's house, which has basically been to remodel my dad's house, which he's not kept up with. Um, And I feel like she's kind of bulldozing the project. And also, I feel like she's kind of... Like, I'm not sure that my dad has a will in place and not that I like our dad's not going to die anytime soon, but she's kind of like remodeling this house under the guise that like, like she thinks she's going to get the house basically when he dies. And it's, it's kind of a whole thing because I have a good relationship with my sister, a good relationship with my dad, but like, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid of it turning into litigation when he does pass, but it's, it's kind of a whole thing. So I was kind of trying to get your take on, on, you know, your experience with things like this. Your sister has been remodeling your dad's house for him with the secret intention that he will die and she will get the house that she is remodeling. Well, fortunately, I mean, I don't think he... (laughs) I mean, that makes it sound a little, like, mischievous, like he's she's plotting. Sounds but, incredibly, but the way you are describing it sounds very mischievous. <laughs> I don't think she's trying to kill our father, which is super cool, and I love that. Um, but 
he's he's 71 but he's a healthy 71 um and so like her whole thing is that like her lease ends in september and so he, he lives in a nice neighborhood then. it's like <laughs> i don't even know that it's quite that but i mean i think she's kind of minimizing the whole thing where like she's gonna have to live with her 71 year old father and and i don't know that he's completely okay with it also um but i don't know that he's like gonna like stand up to her in that way because he's fixing up her house or she's fixing up his house um so okay it's, it's weird because i feel like yeah yeah tell me your thoughts well, i I guess I, I still don't fully understand what is happening here. Um, her lease ends in September, and so she's remodeling her her dad, your guys' dad's house, so that yeah. her dad will maybe let her live with him? Y- yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, I think her intent is to try to live with him presumably, like, rent-free, but, like, but she spent money on his house, so it'll be chill. What that makes no, that makes no sense. Why why does it, has she, has she told him that she wants to live with him? So yes, they've had that conversation, but then it's like more recently she's been like, yes, me and also my friend are going to live there, and then like what? I feel like she keeps like creeping up on the boundaries, and also like she's she's like had conversations with me about like yeah, and then I'll Airbnb the house, and I'm like, our dad is not like on death's door. Yeah, your sister's totally gonna try to kill your dad. That's a every that's you're, that's everything <laughs> you're telling me. It makes me really feel like um, well, your sister I mean, is planning to, to kill your dad, and she told her friend that if her friend helps her um, bury the body, that uh, the friend could also live there. That's the that's my but vibe on this situation. To, to perhaps rebut or negate that, my dad is a big gun guy. <laughs> so, I mean, you could take that, you know, either way from from either perspective of, of... I mean, I don't think that's the case, Lyle, but it's just the, the part that concerns me the most is that they're both kind of hard-headed folks. Um, and my dad has just let this house get into disrepair. And, and I feel like my sister, when my dad does pass, which I don't think is going to be very soon, by the way, like, I don't, I don't want it to end in, you know, my dad not having a will or something, because I don't know that he does. And then me, it, it impacting my relationship with my sister, who I, who, like, the current time, okay. I, I feel like. Yes, I wanted to, I, I did want to bring this back to you, because I, I, I'm curious what your uh, role in all of this is um, well here here's the other part too is that i'm a sure. i'm a very handy person and so she she's called upon me to help with you know replacing lighting fixtures and tearing things up blah 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 whatever like i, I i'm very handy so she's been like hey i'll pay you to come help listen listen if your sister asks if she can borrow some tools <laughs> don't lend them to her but should I still go help because ultimately my dad is still living in the house? <laughs> no axes, no ice picks, no nothing. Okay. Um, look, this is right now f- from the way that at least you're telling me this story. Um, I don't. I got no fucking idea what your sister is doing here. Um, I don't, your sister, it doesn't sound like she's talked to your dad about any of this stuff. 
It didn't sound like you've talked to your dad about any of this stuff, but it also sounds like it, it is. It, bit, but it but sounds like it has concerned you enough that yeah. you're calling me to talk about it, which means that it is concerning to you. Yeah. So uh, why don't you talk yeah. to your dad and tell him that you guys should, um, he should f- fucking make a will. I mean, he's 71. He should have a thing. He should have a yeah. piece of paper. How do you coach? How do you coach a grown man that doesn't know how to set boundaries like that? You don't. Then what the fuck do I do? I mean, I think that yes, I agree. He should have. What do you mean? Should, what do you? What do you do? I mean, because because I guess perhaps from my perspective, I like I think getting his house repaired and remodeled uh-huh. or whatever is, is a he, good. Effort, is he right? like, uh, I, at least? Is he? Is he like? Is he? Of sound mind and body. Yes, and that's okay. The thing, he's not he's like in some legally must be taken care of kind of position. No, but the thing is, is that he's let this house get into disrepair, and also he had a hoarder mother, so he's got kind of some like hoarderish tendencies. So like, he's he's and he's also ADHD undiagnosed. So anyways, he's he's like let the house get really fucking crazy. So I do think it's a good effort to repair the house, right? But I'm like, I feel like, you know, the motivations are a little skewed from my sister's point of view. Okay. Well, um, um, I know it's, it's weird. I know. Do you have no, any friends very that have gone through this or yourself or anything Do I have like any that? friends? You can tell do me Do I have any do. friends whose sisters are remodeling their father's <laughs> houses? So that when their father <laughs> dies, like, they could have the remodeled you. house for their Air- to Airbnb <laughs> out. No, I don't have any friends that that has happened to and that has never happened to me. But, um, Fair enough. I mean, look, the, uh, well, all you can really do is talk to your dad and be like, hey, yeah. look. I mean, don't get into some Shakespearean Machiavelli whatever thing yeah. with it because you don't have time for that. <laughs> You're an adult of your own life. Who does? Um, Yeah. Talk, just talk to your dad. I don't, this, the reason this is making no sense to me is because you could, you should just talk to your dad about this. And if he's unresponsive to your talking about it, then congratulations. You have done the best that you can. Sure. And if he's not in a, 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 a feeble-minded state, he doesn't have dementia or any of these kind of things right. that would that would make him legally unable to, to make decisions for himself, then unfortunately you cannot make decisions for him. Um, yeah, I think that I've again, like you, can sis- you can talk to your sister. You could talk to your sister and have these conversations yeah. and whatnot. But again, yeah. if your sister wants to to connive. <laughs> and, and you want to warn your father of of her conniving and chastise her for her conniving? Those are your options. But outside of that, uh, there's you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the three of us have had kind of some surface level conversations, and I think you're right. I need to like talk to him one on one. I just it's 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 kind of this uh, you know. Being the children of divorced parents who had kind of a tumultuous divorce and then like her and I are very close and it's like this weird thing where like her and I have not really had this kind of 
you know, disagreement in our relationship before. So it's, it, it feels kind of different and new to even like, okay. you know, have conflict with her, I guess. So. Okay. Well, you don't have. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this, and then before we go, if it makes you feel any better, you don't have to deal Mm -hmm. with any of this. You don't. If you don't want to, you can ignore it completely. Yeah. For sure. No, you're totally right. But you're choosing to. You know why you're choosing to? Because you care about your family. I care and I love them. That's a good thing. Don't (laughs) let it drive you insane. Um, Elisa, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, Lyle, thank you for taking my call. I want to give a shout out to my dog, Doug, who's sitting on the couch and my roommate, Nicole, and also my BFF, Katie. And I just, uh, I appreciate the chat. I appreciate you, Lyle. And I appreciate your very kind call screeners. God bless you, Elisa. Have a good rest of the night. And to you, night, night. If only dogs understood shout outs, I'd shout out them all. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's up? Is this Gek? Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry. What's your I'm name? Get my giggles out. Haley. How's it going, Haley? How can I get you today? It's fantastic. Um, it's fantastic. I'm living my life. How you been? How have I been? Hmm? Um, ha. Ah, I'm okay, but what's, I mean, what's going on with you, Haley? Uh, well, uh, you know, just, uh, got done celebrating my birthday week, and the reason I called in was part of my birthday week, so... I decided I'd just share a very intimate secret that I've been holding for a while. Okay, and what is that? <laughs> I um, I prefer to have my alone time in uh, sensory deprivation tanks. 
Do you know what those are? Yes. I'm familiar. Have you been in okay. one? No, I haven't. Okay. They're um, amazing. You prefer to have your alone time in sensory deprivation tanks. Okay. Yes, sir. What do you do when you're in the tank? So it's the whole, the whole thing. Some of the tanks are like an open, like big, like hot tub. And then some you actually have to like get inside like a, a tomb and like close the door. And I know that can bother some people who have like claustrophobia. It doesn't bother me because I'm kind of small. So it doesn't matter which tank I'm in or which tub I'm in. But um, the first time I ever did one, it was actually like a gift from my boss and people at work because I, I had been like super stressed out and they bought me one as a gift. So I went in and I was like, wow. The last thing I want after being stressed out is to be alone in the dark with my thoughts for an hour. But however, once like you get in and like the water is really nice, it's the same temperature as the air above you. And it's like salt water and you're floating and like you can't tell like when the air begins and the water ends. And, like 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, listen, Haley, I wasn't going to really say nice. it, but it says here that you like to masturbate in the tanks. Yes, I masturbate inside there. I was getting there. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You said like, alone yeah, time, yeah, and I was like, I'll, I'm, I'm going to let her say it herself, but. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I went okay. on a rant. Yeah. You did, but it's okay. 10 minutes in, like, you really in tune with, like, your body and your, first your mind, and then your body, and like, oh, I feel really in tune with my body. This is nice. Okay. Why do you like to masturbate in the tanks? I just feel like the first time, I don't know, I just, I feel like I can really just focus on what I'm feeling physically. I feel like when I'm like with a partner, I can't, and I have, I have a lot of trouble climaxing with a partner physically, but when I'm in like one of these tanks, it takes me like a minute. It's just so different than being like, I don't, I have no idea. It's, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> what I was going to, well, do you, do you come? Yes. Where does the come go? Okay. There's a difference between a female, like, well, okay, like, oh, do I squirt? Like, yeah. I, no, I don't. Well, yeah, I get wet, but, like, that doesn't go, like, I don't think, like, I don't think, like, enough comes out to, like, ruin the tank. Because it does say in, the, like, the rules. Don't get any bodily fluids in here, but I'm like, I don't think anything's okay. coming out. I'm not squirting. <laughs> Do they are they testing the um Hey, I've been to the same place three times and they haven't kicked me out yet. So I think I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. Do you well, I mean, do you feel as though um you're at risk <laughs> of of potentially um getting caught? No, I've looked around. I've like looked at like I keep going into the same room, and I'm like, okay, they're gonna set up a camera this time and try to catch me. And no, mm. to this day, like nothing's happened. So I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. 
Do you uh, anticipate like has okay? Have it tell me this has has masturbating in these tanks ruined masturbation uh, outside of the tank for you? It hasn't ruined it, but it makes if I know I'm going to do a like a a tank, I will build it up for weeks. I will be like I will not touch myself for like weeks until the tank happens. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and that generally, you know, increases the sensation for you. Absolutely. Okay. And it's not a super, like, it's salt water. So it's not super, like, you know, like, it's not super comfortable. But if you haven't, like, touched yourself in a while, it's it's still nice. <laughs> um, Is this public masturbation? Or I guess because you're alone, it doesn't... Like, legally speaking, where are we at with this? I don't... I don't... I don't know how you would... Where this would fall in the guidelines. Um, I'm in a private room. I don't know. I'm on private prop. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No one can see me unless they put up cameras. Do you, so do you masturbate in other um, questionable places? Uh, you know, by the way, I, I just want you to know, I this makes perfect sense to me because um, all your senses are deprived, so you just focus yep. entirely on the orgasm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's intense, and it it comes quickly. No pun intended, but yeah, it's a uh, maybe I'll do yeah, it. Maybe I'll awesome. jack off on one of these things. But I feel like if I, I did it, it's more fucked up. Because then, did, if yeah. if I did it, it would it would be all jizzy. I could edge in the sensory deprivation tank, and it, it wouldn't be that bad. Is it? I think. Um, I think you should try, and just see if they say anything, and then just never do it again after that. No, that's because if they do say something, then I'm you know I'm going to jail. It's not wait, like no, a, actually wait wait actually you don't wait. get second chance. I know where you can that. get away with it. Where? Okay, when you when you do, if you're laying down on your back and you jerk off, yeah. you come on like, can you come on your stomach? Because when you're floating, your stomach stays above the water the whole time. So if you can like come on your stomach and like save it and then get out of the water without it getting into like the salt water, you're guilt, you're gold, baby. You could totally do it. You understand why that's much worse, right? Why? Because. When I get out of the tank and stand up, whoever's there is going to see that I have a bunch of cum on my stomach. No, no, fear. no, no, no. Oh, well, when you get out of the tank, you still have the whole room to yourself. It's, it's a private room. Whatever kind of tank you have, you have it for the whole hour. And you have to shower before and after. So the evidence will be gone. You should t- just, just try it out. And I think you could do this. You know, the people who work there, they've got to know that people are checking off of these things. <laughs> they've got to know. Hey, let me tell you something. It's worth it. It's one of the best It's one of the best feelings ever. Haley, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? <laughs> um, yes, I wrote it down. Hold on. If it feels good, do it. If it feels bad, stop. Um, Debatable. Debatable. 
It's debatable. It's very, it's highly debatable conjecture, but I'm glad you came prepared to say something. Uh, thank you for calling, Haley. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.